Secrets. Hey there, I'm Amy Smith. And I'm LaDonna Humphrey. Welcome to Deep Dark Secrets, a podcast that shines a light in some really dark places. Today, we will continue our discussion of a child sex trafficking ring in the Boston, Massachusetts area in the 1970s. When this ring was eventually broken up, 24 men were indicted for trafficking 64 boys between the ages of 8 and 13. And on top of that, a disgusting amount of child pornography was confiscated during that raid. Sadly, over 80 different local boys were identified in the pictures and films that law enforcement discovered during the breakup of this child sex trafficking ring. And disgustingly and infuriatingly, these Johns that were included in this horrific operation were lawyers, pediatricians, private school headmasters, school bus drivers, police officers, priests, and even a judge. I mean, these are all people that children would have believed that they could trust. Absolutely. Yeah, that they, they've been taught to go to if they have an issue. That just made my heart sink. And on top of that horror, over the years, the story has evolved in some news media outlets and some major outlets where they claim that that event that happened was false. Instead, they say it was simply a witch hunt over homosexual men engaging in consensual acts with teenage boys. Um, I'm sorry, that is still child rape. Consensual acts and teenage boys are never in the same sentence. Never. A teenager under the age of 18 cannot consent to sex with an adult. No way. And this had nothing to do with homosexuality. This was about a ring of men who were sex trafficking young children against their will. And I am just outraged that these news media outlets tried to change the narrative. Yeah, which tells you that they they could possibly have had something more involved in this ring. Oh, I agree. I mean, there were other people involved. I don't believe that everybody got caught during that bust. And so... A lot of very powerful people had things to hide, and clearly there were some media outlets that must have been involved because they, like we said earlier, tried to change the narrative. And that's just wrong because that's victimizing those kids and their families all over again. Absolutely. Well, and I have news for everyone. Those court records prove that this was happening. Some of the children that were trafficked in the sex ring, they were as young as eight years old. Eight years old. Let me say that again. All of the kids were either in-state foster care or were economically disadvantaged. So like we've seen in every episode where we are exposing trafficking, it's the same vulnerable population that's being exploited by all kinds of people, Mm -hmm. all kinds of traffickers, pedophiles. It goes on and on and on. It's really, really disturbing and and scary and sad and awful and all those things. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, the low hanging fruit and those, those who cannot really speak out to this type of abuse. Those are the ones that they were, they were grabbing and abusing. That's what makes it even worse, in my opinion, that these media outlets are trying to change the agenda, the narrative and say, no, this was 
really about people being outraged about homosexuality. That's not what this was at all. Not at all. It's so frustrating because, you know, the truth is this, that child sex trafficking ring was broken up around the time that there was increased activism in the Boston gay community. So that those two things were happening simultaneously. Right. Pedophiles attempted to attach themselves to that local gay rights movement under the love is love mantra. So this group of pedophiles thought, ah, well, this would be a great cover for our illegal and horrific activities. Exactly. And just so I can take a moment and make sure the listeners understand what the definition is of a pedophile, that is an adult who is sexually attracted to a child. Okay. This Mm -hmm. is not about consenting adults. You know, it's not about consenting same-sex adults. This this is about men and women who are attracted to children. Correct. Okay? And so they try to attach themselves to this gay rights movement that's happening in Boston, and they're rejected. They are absolutely rejected by these organizations that are fighting for gay rights because homosexuality is not the same as pedophilia. Those are two different things. And so they said, no way, we don't want anything to do with you. So these pedophiles, these mainly men that was involved in this, did this great job of confusing the public. And that was shown in part by the media articles that spread that false information about these child sex rings. Oh, yeah. I mean, you throw out love is love and then, you know, only the haters are going to jump on that. Right. I mean, absolutely. And it just it speaks volumes for the confusion that was happening at that time. And I think it's really, really important that people separate out those two things. Pedophilia has nothing to do with homosexuality. That's an insult in and of itself. Pedophilia is a crime. Pedophilia is the abuse of children. It is adults that is you know, taking advantage of, you know, a child to use them for sexual purposes. That's completely different. And it angers me that those two things are being confused. So because they were rejected by the gay activists, this group of men that were prostituting children in these child sex rings, they established their own group and they called it NAMBLA, the North American Man Boy Love Association. And NAMBLA is a horrific organization with a claim that children, children have the right to free sexual expression with adults. They call their beliefs man-boy love. Now, I want to just clarify something here. There are women that are members of NAMBLA who support this, but by and large, it is men who want to have sex with children, and they want to call it a free expression of love. So there really are women in this man-boy group? There are. There there aren't many, but there are some, yes. It's very wow. strange. But it's, it's women who are abusing young girls or young men. It's rare, for sure, but it, it definitely happens. And I wish that I didn't know this, but... So for those of you out there who are wondering, why does LaDonna Humphrey have this knowledge on NAMBLA? Well, it's simple. Um, not only am I a private investigator, but I've also spent years advocating for crime victims. And one of the subjects that I have really dove into was that of NAMBLA. I've actually worked on 
all the things surrounding this organization for almost two decades. And so, unfortunately, there is some insight that I have that I hope will come into play with this series on human trafficking because the organization is horrible. There are men and women involved, like I said, but primarily men. And it's just something that's very dangerous for children and families. Right. Right. And the whole the whole claim that a child has the right. I mean, just right there. A child has the right. They're a child. Okay. They don't even really get to pick what they have for supper when they're children. Exactly. And so that's what just makes this even more disgusting. So, you know, please don't make any mistake. NAMBLA is a pedophile advocacy organization in the United States. They are advocating to have the right to rape your children. Mm -hmm. End of story. And they also work to abolish age of consent laws that criminalize adult sexual involvement with minors. And they campaign. They actually campaign, Amy, for the release of men who have been jailed for sexual contact with minors. And what they try to say is that, hey, you know, we're going to support these men that, you know, are child rapists as long as they didn't coerce their victim into having sex with them. That's what their belief is that we can support you as long as you didn't, you know, involve coercion in your sexual act with the child, which, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a child's idea. I mean, they're the ones that came to us. Yeah. The, the whole thing is just, it is disgusting. Yeah. And here's an example for our listeners on just how horrible NAMBLA really is. In 2000, a Boston couple by the name of Robert and Barbara Curley, they sued NAMBLA for the wrongful death of their son. According to the suit, defendants Charles Janes and Salvatore Sicari, who were convicted of murdering the Curley's son, Jeffrey, these men were accused of the following stalking, torturing, murdering, and mutilating his body in October of 1997. Prior to the assault on Curley, Charles Janes accessed NAMBLA's website at the Boston Public Library. The lawsuit said, NAMBLA serves as a conduit for the underground network of pedophiles in the United States who use their NAMBLA association and contacts and use the internet to obtain and promote pedophile activity. There was discovery that Janes wrote in his diary, This is a turning point in discovery of myself. NAMBLA's bulletin helped me to become aware of my own sexuality and acceptance of it. Wait, so he wrote that in his diary that, you know, thank you, NAMBLA. Yeah, it's like, you know, shout out to NAMBLA for helping me become who I am today. I don't know. You know, I have this weird knack of songs running in my head when I'm in an uncomfortable situation. And here's how I... Imagine Jane's writing this. Dear Nambla, thank you for being a friend. You helped me become a pedophile man again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, like you're writing to them saying, thank you for helping me uh-huh. discover thank myself. You. I always wanted to be a child rapist. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think Hallmark has any cards like in that section that you could buy and mail oh, out i'm disgusted by that he murdered yeah the, this small child this this young man who had his life ahead of him and he's thanking nambla i i'm i'm appalled 
Yeah, no, it's all joking aside. It's it's sick and twisted. Well, and listeners, please make no mistake. We're not making any kind of joke because of the the victim at hand. I mean, we are no. so sad about that. But, you know, we're kind of poking fun at Jane's because, I mean, he's thanked this organization for helping him rape and murder a child. And I just think he's an idiot. Yeah, it's so ridiculous that, you know, if you don't laugh for a moment, I mean, you will cry all night long because the fact of the matter is that, that is the saddest, saddest thing that you can think of that this this man abused this child based on information that he has absorbed through this pedophile website. Then he reaches out and thanks them for yeah, that. I mean, that's just. It's sick, but you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of death fetish forums and these men that are in the forums that go on to kill real women. And then, you know, it all traces back to what they saw and heard and watched and read in these forums. This is no different. I mean, Nambliz was just this bulletin that they sent out, this website that they had. Right. Um, it's no different. I mean, it's it, it, these type of things, this type of influence, this type of influence leads people who are already predispositioned for crime and rape and murder to think that it's okay to do these things. Um, it's really, really frightening. Yeah, no, it's, it's a justification that should never happen. Oh, I'm getting ready to get on my soapbox. So I'm going to try to calm down for a minute and just, you know, point out that NAMBLA and child sex trafficking, they go hand in hand. They do. And, Amy and I intend to expose this horrible organization and their ties to sex trafficking. I think it's really important that we stand up and say, Namble is still around. They try to convince you that they're not, but they're still around. They're still influencing pedophiles and others that the things that they're advocating for should be legal, that they're okay, and that puts your children and your families at risk. And so we're, we're going to stand up to them. Right. We're, we're taking our kids back. That's right. Please tune in next week as we dive deeper into this aspect of human trafficking. We purposely made this episode a little shorter today due to the horrific nature of the topic. You know, it's a lot to absorb, so we want to be sharing it in, in smaller segments. Yeah, absolutely. Truly, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of you. Please, please, we beg each of you, continue to help us in our fight against trafficking. And you can do that in a variety of ways. You can share our episodes. You can remember and honor the victims. And you can educate yourself and your family on how to stay safe. Stay safe, friends. And remember, keep your lights on. For exclusive content from this episode and other episodes, head on over to our Patreon patreon.com slash deep dark secrets sign up and you will receive deep dark secrets merchandise extra episodes and much more for more information about our podcast visit deep dark secrets podcast.com